Keg in the Closet is probably number one. You know, that's my first out, my first walkout song. If I probably, like, if I'm three for three, like, Now, Betty. That's fire. <laughs> Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. I put my heart in this Let's go, man. That is as good as it gets. I represent me in this issue. Thank you very much. Have a great day. The ruling on the field and touchdown is confirmed. Fourth and two now. You've got to get two yards. get started justice uh welcome back for part two picking the defensive side of the ball all right yes so in let's start out on the interior of our defensive line uh this one's really incredible that you both picked two and you both <laughs> picked the exact same two so the, those two are indomitian sue and Man. vince wolfwork I- that's, if that ain't a great start to this episode, I don't know what is. Like, I and what was funny is when I wrote them down. When I started on this, I was like, "Oh, I know I'm writing Indomitian Sue down." Like, I know oh, yeah. I'm writing him down. Indomitian Sue is my one lock. That's your. That was your lock. Was Indomitian Sue? Like, he's on the list. Fair. Like, and you would have got no arguments from me. But then I started. I started thinking about just how good. Uh, that Miami team was and like honestly it started up front like you really had like a guy who could line up over the nose of the ball and pretty much block two gaps either way and that like when you have that type of ability it makes things on the back end so much easier for your your secondary and it'll oh, no doubt. to be incredibly good and so I just don't know how I was going to pick somebody other than <laughs> other than Vince Wilfork. I mean, like you think of guys now, it's like, yeah, Aaron Donald is a monster. But, like, in college, like, he was really good. But, like, I don't know if he was Vince Wilfork good. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's Vince Wilfork good. But he's just so dominant up front. Um, right, and then and Vince Wilfork played for a long time. Oh, God, yeah. Um and then if you think about like Adamakasu, like what he he finished third in the Heisman. I think so. I just remember that Texas Big Twelve Championship game. He just, oh god, just wrecked it. <laughs> like just, can you imagine? <laughs> like, <laughs> could you imagine being the center and like breaking the huddle and just having to like trot out to the line and block that man like every play? Like that's just not fair, duh. <laughs> No, it's not fair. I can see him now. Like, you can't go to the sideline and be like, man, coach, I'm trying. Like, yeah, I'm trying. I'm getting my ass whooped by, like, the best defensive lineman to play the game in 25, 30 years. Like, what what more do you want from me? Yeah. Um, What were his stats that game? Let's look. That was the the 10. Yeah. It was um I'm looking at it 2009 season. Mhm. 
that was one of the most single dominating yeah. games by one player he had I've ever seen. Twelve total tackles, ten solo, six for loss, and four and a half sacks. Are you I think he, he did. He had the field too, goal. Didn't he? I, I think he did. And they lost that game. You got to kiss my ass. <laughs> it says, like all transcendent athletes at the peak of their power, Sue looked like a grown man playing against middle schoolers. Oh, God. Like, that's just not fair, dog. Like, yeah, that's incredible. I'm reading. Um, I'm reading here. Go ahead. My bad. I just, I just, I, so we got him picked. What's, what are we looking at from the ends, from the defensive end? All right, defensive end. This is a little bit more debate potentially here. So we have uh, Kevin selected uh, Derek Thomas, Reggie mm. White, and Julius Peppers. AJ went with uh, Sizzle, Terrell Suggs, and also Julius Peppers. So I will note, Kevin actually has Terrell Suggs as an outside linebacker. So if you want to move him there. I know he played linebacker in the NFL, and I figured maybe we could get away with I, – I, I just couldn't find a list of solid, like, outside linebackers. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with moving him to defensive end and just, like, combining all of our linebackers. So, like, you may just have two middle linebackers as our three. Right. Or if you want to leave him, you can. But that motherfucker had 24 sacks in the season, which was the all-time record. He had 44 in his career, and that was the all-time record. So he's going on this field somewhere. Terrell Suggs? Yeah. Wherever wherever we want to put him, that's fine. I, like, God, Reggie White is such a good call there. Like, I almost agree more with Reggie White than I do Julius Peppers. I wouldn't put Julius Peppers over Derek Thomas. God. Let me read these statistics. College career. Okay. Thomas spearheaded one of the best defensive lines in college football and smashed many Crimson Tide defensive records, including sacks in a season single season. He was awarded the Buckus Award in 1988 after a season which saw him set an NCAA record 27 sacks. Mm, mm. He currently holds the single season NCAA FBS sack record with 27 and what was the career sack record with 52. He was selected as a unanimous All-American at the conclusion of the 1988 season. Mm. Listen to this his professional career. I think so he's got 126 and a half sacks. He had 20 in 1990 in the NFL. And I believe, where is this got to say in one game? He has, I think he's got the record for most sacks in one game. Um, he, I think he had seven in one game. He had seven sacks. Oh, oh, recording. The next player to come close to breaking this record was Thomas himself recording six sacks. <laughs> Oh yeah, he holds the single single game record of seven quarterback sacks, in which he did against Seattle, and then he has the second place with six sacks in one game. Because you don't want people to be too close to you as you break these records, so you got to put filters in there of your own records. Got it? Got it? Yeah, yeah. 
27 sacks in one season. I, he's got he's got to be on the list. And you will get absolutely zero uh, pushback from me on that one. Yeah. So if we got yeah. Terrell, yeah, let's I, put Sizzle. You want to put him as a linebacker, and then we can debate. Yeah, let's put him at linebacker, and we can go with Julius Peppers because. Um, we both had him on the list. Jupep's nice. You know, I this is what it, this will be episode this will be episode 15 for us. Uh I have spent the previous 14 episodes just talking as much shit as possible about Tennessee football. Uh I plan on doing that for the duration of time as we record, but their D-line of John Henderson and Albert Hainsworth got to be one of the coldest defensive lines uh, that I've seen, like, in my, like, early age childhood. Like, they were extraordinary. Yeah. And I was back when Albert yeah. Hainsworth gave a damn and would, like, show up and just, like, badger you and do whatever the hell he wanted to do. Uh well, did you know Reggie White had the record at Tennessee for 32 sacks in a season or a career in a career, and that was uh, that was just broken. Yeah, Derek Barnett. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know Derek Barnett's ne- uh, niece goes to the West End. Um, really? Or, yeah, no, cousin, cousin. Yeah, cousin. No, it, it was a girl. Uh, and like, what <laughs> does she play football? Doesn't matter like, on this team. No, I need to no. answer the real question. <laughs> um, I got a funny story about Reggie White. So, uh, a friend of mine growing up, his dad was a defensive end for Tennessee, mm-hmm. and when he was a senior, um, Reggie White was a freshman. Okay, his name's Mark Rosenbaum, and um, and he was telling us a story about like, oh, this, you know, we asked him the best player he ever played with and didn't realize he played at the same time as Reggie Bush. And um, I'm sorry, not Reggie, Reggie Bush, White. Reggie White. And uh, yeah. And um, he said, well, when I was a senior, this freshman came in and, uh, and um, he, started playing like midway through the season. And like, we knew right away he was just something special and all we're like, Oh really? Who is it? And uh, he's like Reggie white. And we're like, what? No way. And so he says, yeah. Um, Reggie white used to walk to class and uh, he grew up really poor and um, he would never take any books to class. And the only thing he would ever take was his Bible. He just walked around with his Bible all the time. He'd take it to class. He'd take it to practice. He just always had his Bible. And somebody said, hey, Reggie, like, why don't you bring your books? Don't you need your books for class? And he's like, this is the only book I need. Mm. And then that's what he did. He just took his Bible to class every every time. The Minister yeah. of Defense. Reggie White. So I will say, I'll give one last Tennessee plug here. So Reggie White. Um, actually, a lot of people don't know this. So he's number two on the NFL all-time career sacks Bruce list Smith. with 198 behind Bruce Smith, who has 200. But he actually played his first two years after college for, what is it, the Memphis Showboats in the oh, United yeah. States USFL. Football League that I think 
So it uh, it folded, but naturally, as we know. But so I just, I just think that's interesting. He, I think he had like twenty five sacks wow. in his two years playing in that league. He's just one of the most dominant players I've ever like got to watch. Naturally, not in person, but hey, um, Justice, let me ask you this because you'll know: Was Sean Ellis on the team with? John Henderson and and, and uh, Albert Hainsworth too, or was he? If he was, I don't think he played a lot. I know Will Overstreet was the defensive end on that team. He was a he played ten years. For you the know Falcons. what I'm reading here? You know he had three picks Ooh. in the NFL. Reggie White. Reggie White. Listen, I don't put anything it, past Reggie White. Yo, he returned. He had three picks and had seventy nine return yards. <laughs> like seventy nine tackle yards. Reggie White. Can I also can I also make a point about Reggie White being on this list? Uh, that officially locks that he is at least top two best jerseys on this list because that old school green um, Eagles jersey. Yeah, God, are you kidding me? Yeah. That jersey's phenomenal. Yep. And I say I say top two because. I got somebody coming up who's probably got number one. All right. So we're going Reggie White, Derek Thomas? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. And so then we've got one linebacker. Let's do the Also, next rest two. in peace, Reggie and Derek Thomas. But Yeah. Gone way too soon. But incredible, incredible athletes. Could you imagine our defensive line? Could you imagine rolling out Reggie White and Derek Thomas on the edges and Endowment can sue and Vince Wolfork in the middle? I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to, like, one of these days I'm going to get bored and I'm going to create this team on NCAA 14 and I'm just going to simulate games and just report back to score. Like, oh, yeah, we beat uh, number three. Uh, Alabama one seventy eight to two, <laughs> like like we're just gonna <laughs> dominate the teams. Fucking Remington snapped one over the head of Tebow. It was, in the end zone for it was raining and we had a bobble snap because Tebow was supposed to sneak it from the one, but he didn't go under center much. It's our fault. <laughs> I, I will. This can be a different question. I want to chase a rabbit here, but. Do you think you could put in pretty much any high school competent quarterback on oh, that absolutely. team with good coaching and still win? Yes. I think so. And play what? In the NFL? No, like college. Like if we put it like on this. Like college game? Yes. Like no, college game? College. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because high school kids, oh, any competent. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't throw know. the ball to the other team. You'd win. <laughs> like it's that simple. Like. Especially if he's got an arm, just throw it up to Randy. Like, we don't have to do it. Yeah, I was going to say, could you, could you imagine? Yeah, like, Coach, I need a breather. God damn, Bo, I just, you just came in. Barry, get in there. Barry, Bo, son, you got 12 yards here. If you cut outside, you can get another 20. Barry, go in. Could you imagine, like, actually trying to coach Bo Jackson to come over to the sideline like, the hell you take me out for ah you're right go back in ah, what was i thinking i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man okay so mm-hmm. linebackers we're going to combine all together 
We already have uh, Suggs what a guy. as one of our nominees. So, yeah. Kevin, his other two mm. were LeVar Arrington and mm. Patrick Willis. So, AJ's list we have Dick Butkus, yeah. LT, Lawrence Taylor, Von Miller, and Brian Bosworth. Mm, wow. Can what I just say list? that? I have five names written down for linebackers. I only sent Justice four just because I didn't want us to um, go too far over time. But my fifth name was Patrick Willis. He was, he was. a monster. And I had the pleasure of playing against him. But, God, he was a monster. Um, so go through the – well, AJ, Dick Buckus. And then you had, how good was Lawrence Taylor in college? Um, I think like ultimately he put his. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of. Like, I know it's. I mean, he went to North Carolina, so this this analogy is pretty. Um. Did, wait, he went to North Carolina. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So like like MJ, you know, in college, nobody would have probably ever guessed this is going to be the greatest basketball player to ever live. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm like. He was good in college. Like, don't get me wrong. I think that he he grew to be much better in professional. Like, I think he just unleashed he's a, who he was. He's a consensus All-American ACC Player of the Year for one year. And then he was round one, pick two. Second pick of the 81 draft. Yes. Uh, very good, some would say. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he yeah. had – he calls – 10 fumbles in his career. He had a pick. He had 33 tackles for loss in his career, and he had 21 sacks in his career. Like, I mean, he's pretty damn good. But I, I, I still think he was – He had 16 sacks. He had 16 in, in 80. He had five the year before. Okay. All right, so you had Dick Buckus. Man, that guy. <laughs> Just nasty. Just Some of the- some of the yeah, the, some of the stories about him, man, just about how nasty he was. Just just different time, man. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, the the equipment wasn't nearly as good. He was. I mean, you had to be like that's another one. Like we talk about, like Lyman, like you just had to be like that. Right, right. And then who else did you have? I had uh, the Boz. Because, as a yeah, man, I mean, God, how do you keep, how do you keep the bars off in the line? That was a bad. Mo- Here's the thing: Can you imagine what our practices are going to be like? Because we're going to have inside drill with the bars Bo- and Bo Jackson every day. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, and that caused an earthquake I, or something. I like so I like the bars. Obviously, I like um, Big Buckus. Um, I don't think you could have both. We may not have either, but we definitely can't have both because I feel like we'll have to have more speed and, and ability um, as linebackers. Well, this goes back. To, this goes. This goes back to the. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine an old ass Dick Buckus running around with against like Reggie Bush? Oh God. <laughs> Dick Buckus needs in the crust. Are you kidding me? 
listen, listen. You just juke him and Dick Buckus would just Dick evaporate. Is a be- listen, you're being so disrespectful. Reggie Bush will snap his fingers like Thanos and 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 melt Dick Buckus away. Are you kidding me? Listen. Yeah, but could you imagine Reggie Bush like trying to run inside zone? I sure wouldn't. Come, come fill up that hole. Nah, he would rip the face mask off. <laughs> oh, you remember Reggie Bush got dump trucked out in uh, in space against the <laughs> Eagles that time? Like, yeah, oh, that'd yeah. be every play if he was running up the middle against Dick Buckus. Are you kidding me? Uh, so uh, Bosworth was a two-time Buckus Award winner. So you talk about Remington. We'd ha- we, if we had Buckus and Remington, we'd have two uh, college football trophies on the team. That's tough. Ah, oh, that's tough. I don't. Who? Um, who were your other two outside of Patrick Willis? I just had Lavar Arrington because I had Terrell Suggs. I had Terrell that's Suggs. Right. LeVar Arrington was cold. I always remember that play where he dove over the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he was so good. And I obviously, like, play, being a Big Ten kid. You watched um, a lot more of him than I did, probably. Oh, you know, we were. I hated when Ohio State had to play against him, man. God, he's, he was good, too. Um, uh, he won the Buckus Award and the Bednarik and the Lambert Award. Two team, first team, all Big Ten. Two team, two time All American, first team All American, three time mm. All Pro. Damn, I forgot how College. good he really was. Um. So I like. Mm, I like Patrick Willis on this team. Like. I think that out of the people, like Terrell Suggs is really good. Julius Pepper is really good. Like Reggie White played back in those days. But, like, I really think that Indomitian Sue and Patrick Willis, like their games would have translated whether they played in the 80s or when they play yeah. now. Like their games would have translated. So we got to choose between LeVar Arrington, Patrick Willis, Dick Buckus, Lawrence Taylor, and who else, Justice? I think we'll we'll, we'll wipe out Von Miller and Lawrence Von Taylor. Miller. I think we could take both of them out. Hard, hard to pick against Lawrence Taylor, man. It is. You know who else I left off that was really, really good at linebacker? Ray Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. You know who's a really good uh, talk about Miami linebackers is um, Jonathan Vilma is a good Vilma. linebacker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was really good. Can I – I hate to do this, but can I backtrack just a little bit? Um, because I feel like this guy needs to get mentioned, and we didn't. But I would say, like, if we have any young listeners, like, out there right now, like – they're probably too young to know how really good he was, and they just see him as a college game day guy. But David Pollock was – I was saying, like, so a lot of our younger guys or younger listeners, they may not know how good this guy was, and they may yeah. just see him as um, the college game day guy. But David Pollock was a monster when he played at Georgia, like he was a monster. And if it wasn't for like that neck injury, he probably would be 
much higher in regards of all time like great defensive ends. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I mean, he's really good. I I don't know about all time, I guess, but uh, I agree that he was pretty darn good. Um, you know, interestingly enough, um, I know we talked in episode one about Buckeyes, mm-hmm. and uh, I mentioned that you could probably put, you could probably make a case at every position with putting a Buckeye in there. Mm-hmm. And um, there's some really, there's some really good. Um, Really good Buckeye linebackers. Um, uh, AJ starting Hawk. off, AJ Hawk is the he's. I mean, I mean, he is a All Pro, Super Bowl champion, two time All American, national Larry champion. Nidus. He's the Green Bay Packers all time leading tackler. You got Laurinaitis is the St. Louis Rams, well, LA Rams all time leading tackler. Was a three time All American. Won the Buck Kiss, the Nagurski. I mean that's tough to do a three time All American. Um, you got uh, Randy Gratishers. I don't. I mean, like from Buckeye sense, like he's not even the most popular, but he was a he, he was probably the best pro of them all. Seven time yeah. All Pro, Super Bowl, two time All American, and I think the best linebacker of them all is Chris Spielman. I mean, do you even know who Chris Spielman is? I don't. That, see, that's wild to me because he's a legend. Like in Ohio, he's a legend. You know, he's the first high school player to ever be on a Wheaties box. Damn. Yeah. Um, he went to Maslin. And um, he was a three-time All-Pro in the early 90s, played with Barry Sanders. Two-time Consensus All-American, won the Lombardi Award in 87. Um, he has the school record for most tackles. Um, in a game, I know for sure he had 29 tackles against Michigan. <laughs> like, um, that's, I mean, that's pretty incre- uh, incredible. I think he's the all time leading tackler in Ohio State history. So, I mean, like, and he's not even on the, I mean, he's a hell of a college, uh, college linebacker. You know who another one of my, like, Again, like you are our resident Big Big Ten uh, guy on the podcast, but and I really, yeah, I like Paul Puzleski. Honestly, like he had game. He two. still plays. Doesn't he? he had game yeah. two. You know, there for a while, um, it was. I mean, obviously, uh, y- you can just look at the awards and such. But Penn State, I mean, this uh, linebacker you for a long time. Yeah. You know, um, kind of self self anointed linebacker, you. Who was I was thinking of a team on here? Um, oh, USC because didn't they have they had like Shit. Ray Malunga, Clay Cush, like they yeah, had some, Brian Cushing. They had some dogs too. Yeah, they did in that two thousands man. Right after the right after the um, they had a really good group. Right after that. Uh, Reggie Bush, kind of like when they came back right there at the end of their uh, Pete Carroll days. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, what was their quarterback? John David Booty? Was that him? Was he? Because uh, it went it went Carson. No, it might have been Sanchez then. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was Sanchez. Yeah, Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, they, were, they had some good linebackers back then too. Um, I think you're missing off uh, USC's best linebacker, Junior Sale. Junior Sale, Sal, yeah. They did. Hey man, a guy at the draft tell, tried to tell me, um, who did they have pick? 
he had they had Sean Merriman pick a guy for the uh the second round for the Chargers down mm-hmm. at the draft. This guy looked at me and said, "Oh, Sean Merriman, that's probably the best Charger of all time." And I was like, "Are you out of your mind?" Let's like, let's. This is what happens when you get around drunk people <laughs> because you know, I was like, I was like, I just uh, Junior Seau, Ladanian Tomlinson, what like. Like, are you all out of your mind? Like, I think I just rattled off five or six guys. I was like, Kellen Winslow? And he goes, who? I was like, oh, my God. This is, see, this is where you got to bring back uh, one of the most glorious moves of all time. It's the mush. Like, people like that, they don't yeah. deserve fisticuffs or fight. Like, you just got mush people like that. Like, get out of my face. Like, this is dumb. Like, that's just stupid. Although I will say, yeah. on, on <laughs> we talked about Vegas last, or two episodes ago. But uh, I, when I went to Vegas, Sean Merriman was on my flight. Pretty cool. Really? Yep. He stayed at the hotel cool. where we were staying. Uh, did about Sean Merriman, did he stand up when the flight landed? No, no, no. He's not one of those guys. Although, he probably would have been the one person uh, so far in my flight history that I would not have immediately thought I should knock this person out for standing up. As soon as these wheels touched, I probably would have let him slide with it. All right. Hey, so I I got this list. Tell me this is wild. And I know this is, this is being a homer, but this is a list of Ohio state linebackers. And we've got Gratisher, two-time All-American. Spielman, two-time All-American. AJ Hawk, two-time All-American. Pepper Johnson, All-American. James Laurinaitis, three-time All-American. Cousineau, two-time All-American. Steve Tovar, Ike Kelly, two-time All-Americans. Niall Diggs, All-American. Matt Wilhelm, All-American. Marcus Merrick, All-American. Andy Katzenware, All-American. That's, uh, that's, yeah. a lot of, that's a lot of linebackers, man. Yeah, that's tough to beat. I'm trying to look at... I'm trying to find if if I could find a um, a lineup of like best linebacking groups of like all time because like I mean I know like that one that you rattled off was nuts. I know USC is gonna have some in there. I know Miami's probably gonna have some in there. Like honestly, like God, I hate to bring them up again, but like Tennessee was like they had some really good ones. Like Justice, they had the thing like. That- the thing that blows my mind about that list is you had 63 to 65, and then you had 79, 77 to 79, 79 to 82, mm-hmm. 75 to 78, uh, 71 to 73, 84 to 87, 82 to 85, 89 oh, to 92. They just did it for a long ass time. It's four straight, five straight decades of just every year. <laughs> It's like from the one 60s, of the sixties <laughs> from the sixties to now. That's one of those where you just kind of like if you're if you're in the eighties and you get and you play linebacker and you get a scholarship offer from <laughs> Ohio State, you're like, oh, right. yeah, I'm going. Like it's almost like how yeah. y'all got like the the uh, the DBs now. It's like, well, yeah, shit. I I know they're putting us right. in the league. Like, yeah, I'm probably gonna go. Yeah, funny story about um. Um, Chris Spielman is his dad asked him, so like where you he's getting recruited and he took his first visit was to Michigan. Mm-hmm. 
And he, he loved it. And his dad goes, so where are you going to go to school? And he said, dad, I, I want to go to Michigan. And his dad just flat out says, you're a traitor. He <laughs> goes, I'll tell you where you're going. He's like, you're going to go right down the highway and you're going to play for Ohio State. He said, if you ever go to, if you go to Michigan, don't ever come home. And so he ended up going to Ohio State. If you know, you know. Like, could you imagine? Like, you're getting recruited by Tennessee and Alabama, and you're like, I'm. I mean, this like now, I guess that's not a, a, an even comparison, but I'm yeah, talking right. about like you know, like in the '90s or whatever. But like your dad just saying, you know, Dad, I, I just think I'm really gonna go to Alabama. He's like, the hell, you, you are. <laughs> You sure aren't. Like, why'd you even ask if you were just gonna tell me? You go take, you go take your ass right there across the street. <laughs> you know, yeah, go to Tennessee, and I don't want to hear it. Which, so, all right, Justin, to we gotta, we gotta decide here. So, yeah. So, I don't even know. You've named so many new names. So I don't even know who you're picking from anymore. So we let's, got- let's. Okay. Go ahead. I was gonna what say, was on our original list? We've got. We've got um, uh, Terrell Suggs locked. And then what we were trying to decide between more. were Patrick Willis, Dick Buckus, Bosworth, and did we want to add Arrington? Or, and, and Arrington. Let's, go pa- Let's go Patrick Willis and Bosworth. Okay. So, I like I, I like Bosworth. Yeah, let, let's go. With, I like Bosworth, and we both had Patrick Willis. So, then we, or you you said you mentioned him. Yeah, I had Patrick Willis. I, I just trimmed my list down to send it justice. So, with that in mind, that would put us. So, uh, I'm I'm guessing we're agreeing that um, uh, Bos is playing middle, and then the other two on the. Yeah, you're probably putting. You're probably putting. You're probably putting. Suggs at your will and Patrick Willis at your Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a little suspect in coverage. Well, the well shit, is our the pressure sec- on the quarter. Good luck getting the ball off. Our secondary is going to be fine. And, <laughs> and up front, we're just, I don't think you got time to do a five step drop and even try to get us in the coverage. Like that ass is grass. <laughs> All right, so final choices, Brian Bosworth, Terrell Suggs, Patrick Willis. I'm fine with that. All right, corners. All right, so the first one that you guys – well, actually, you matched on both of AJ. So AJ had uh, Deion Sanders and Charles Woodson. So did Kevin. Kevin also threw in Antoine Winfield. I don't hate Antoine Winfield, but he's just not going to make it over those other two. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm fine with Charles Woodson and, and Deion Sanders. I think um Yeah, I thought this was pretty interesting. This is the only time I ever heard this, but Antoine Winfield led the team in tackles as a corner. That's tough. Like, yeah, that that's that's pretty darn good. Um, but I'm fine with Charles Woodson and Deion Sanders. I mean like you also got our kick returners, right? That's we're what I'm gonna say. We're like we're 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 set there too. Like they're gonna be <laughs> like <laughs> they're so good. Who's, who's returning punts then? I think we let oh Randy Moss. Randy Moss did in college. No, but you got Randy Moss, Charles Woodson, Deion Sanders, 
they're going to be fighting for those punt returns. You just yeah, you just take turns. Uh, roll the dice. <laughs> who, who took the last one, Randy? Let let Dion go this time. <laughs> oh man! I like all right. Any more observations on corners? Um, I do. I did want to put out call out a point um, because, like, we talked about it um, off offline earlier, but just that that corner was a loaded position. Like there were yeah, there's a lot of good ones. There were so many good cornerbacks and and safeties in in general. Like I think there's going to be a lot of differences in what we take in safety. And honestly, like you could art like I get it, Charles Woodson and Dion, like very incredible. Like, but like we could have like you could literally say like Patrick Peterson and a roll, and that's that's just as good of a combination. Like I I, I just yeah. think it's hard to go wrong with how many good corners there were um that were available. I, I mean, was there anybody that like? I know that you had Antoine Winfield, but like, was there anybody else that you just like that you were like, man, I hate that I have to cut them off and like have to like. I I, don't, I really don't think so. No, I honestly, it was the list was pretty easy. Like, the, my head went straight to those two names. Like, if we took because like I'm looking like I'm looking at some names now, and it's like if for some reason like you couldn't choose Dion or Charles Woodson, like then it becomes more of a toss up. Like I know like recency bias, but I really thought that Jalen Ramsey, like when he was at FSU, like he was one of the more dominant corners that I had seen in quite some time. Him and um, who else was I thinking? Um, what's, what's my man's name from Alabama? Oh, uh, Mark Barron? Nope. Fitz. Uh, Fitzpatrick. Oh, Minka. Uh, Minka like, Fitzpatrick. Yeah. They were two of the more like dominant corners that I had seen in quite some time. Um, just in like recent, like recent history, not to mention like some of the other like just ridiculously good corners. Prince of Mukamaro was pretty good at Nebraska. He really was. Like, I mean, you're not even mentioning though. Like, who I thought was really underrated is uh, Revis in college is Darrell Revis. Is a fantastic. Oh, Champ was uh, Champ Bailey. Another. Champ was cold. Like honestly, like Terrence Newman. Like when he was coming out of K State. Like I remember him when I was younger, and like he was just a monster. Um, Malcolm Jen or Malcolm Jenkins too, Kev. Like Malcolm Jenkins was a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he was I mean like he was big he, dog he's back in I thought he played corner. Oh, he was a corner. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He was a corner. But like I'm sorry. I mean, shoot, he like I'm pretty certain he won Thorpe. He was um He did. Like there was on the national championship team. Like, I mean like he he's got just as much he credentials. Played in two as, national titles. He's got just as much credentials um, as anybody else. What about um, what about this? I'm looking at a list that says Tyron Matthew is a corner. Was he really? I had him. I had him as a safety. Um, so did I. 
so he played okay. nickel. His a first lot year college. when he was number fourteen, he played corner, and then he played a lot of nickel. Like Justice said, he played a lot of nickel once he switched to number seven. Yeah. So he had he was kind of like a flash in the pan. I don't listen. I what about, did you mention Patrick Peterson? Oh yeah, oh yeah, like monster. Oh yeah, like we were talking about uh, corners and like all time corner teams earlier, but like on that team it was Patrick Peterson, Eric Reed, Tyron Matthew, uh, mm-hmm. Morris Claiborne was like their secondary. And also Cam Newton ran through all of them to score. So, you know, whatever. Like if you you ever you know that one play where he like he goes on a quarterback draw, uh-huh. like almost slips and puts his hand down, shakes a dude, and then like kind of like runs through Patrick Peterson uh to score. I think that was a, I think that was his Heisman moment. He all four of them were on the field when he does that play. And I'm pretty sure he made Tyran Matthew miss twice on that play. Probably. One of my favorite runs of all time, but yes. Um, um, this funny you say this. I'm looking at this list. It says Winfield might be the most underrated defensive back in the history of all levels of football. That's the first sentence. <laughs> the yeah. consensus All American helped Ohio State win 43 games in four years and nearly or should have played in the first BCS National Championship game in 98. He was given the Thorpe and the Tatum honors as a senior at the nation's top defensive back before being selected 23rd overall. Yeah, he is pretty good. He play, I, think he play, I think he played for like 13 or 14 years too. I'm just reading some of these names. Like there were so many good DBs. Like, man, there's so many good yeah. ones. All right, so let's move on to safeties. All right, so last position here. Well, not technically not, but uh, safeties. We have uh, actually you matched again, (laughs) weirdly enough, with Kevin had a a third uh, and AJ only had two. So AJ selected Ed Reed and the Honey Mm. Badger, uh, Tyron Matthew. And uh, Kevin picked the exact same. Two and added Sean Taylor. Can I make Tyron Matthew is my third? Can I make a suggestion here? I would. I just want to make one. Like I like the boss. Like I do, but I'm perfectly fine going with a four-two and taking the boss out (laughs) and just letting Tyran play nickel and Rome, and then have Ed Reed and Sean Taylor in the back end. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't. I. I, uh, I don't see, know about. I, like uh, Tyron Matthew. There's a couple. Like shame on us, because um, there's a name on this list that I'm going through and doing research that kind of slipped through the cracks. Was uh, Troy Palomalu? I don't even think he's the best safety we didn't mention. Honestly, who, who else do you think? As much as I do not want to say it, yes. I really think, like, he was amazing. Like, and to play against him multiple times, like, he was incredible. Yeah, I mean, he was. And it's such a feel-good story, too. Yeah. God, he was so good. Like, I'm looking at safeties now. Like, we could literally do an entire 
month long episode on how good safeties were. Like we didn't mention Roy Williams from Oklahoma. We didn't mention um, Troy. Like, well, you just brought up Troy Palomalu. Like we didn't talk about him much. Like Eric Weddle was cold. Mike Doss. Like I know you remember Mike Doss. Like, He's a he's a three time All American. Michael Huff from Texas was cold. Um, See the thing about Mike Doss though is um, he was perfect in the Big Ten because he could play downhill. Like he just played down. He had so many tackles, and he was good enough in coverage. Like, but I don't. Yeah. Um, Taylor Mays was a dog in college. He didn't turn out like. Uh, LaRon Landry nah. was another one that was really good. Yep. Um, who else was? Here's here's a here here's the best. Um, again, this is hopefully doesn't fall on deaf ears because of the whole. Um, I'm not picking him because he's an Ohio State guy, but he's got a national he's got a national <laughs> award named after him, the Tatum Award. But Jack Tatum, he was the guy who made the hit in uh, the Immaculate Reception. It's tough to argue. And, that. Like I get where you're coming from, but it it honestly is tough to argue that. Like, but like he's he's got easily the best nickname in all of sports, probably of any safety. Easily of any safety, um, his nickname was the assassin because he um, he like killed a guy. Well, so are we talking? Are we playing on uh, today's none college these, football rules because you wouldn't want that yeah. guy on your team because he'd get ejected. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he was a two-time All-American and he played. Uh, he played for a long time in the NFL in the seventies. You know who else we didn't mention? Ronnie Lott. Yeah, Ronnie Lott. Golly, those two guys could just hit you. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot! We skipped over it, but Dion was my number one in greatest jerseys. Oh, right, right, right. he's got a number of just classics. Like, the Dion Braves jersey is a classic. Uh, the Dion Falcons jersey is a classic. And the Dion 49ers jersey might be undefeated in all time. Like, there's never yeah, been with a, the red and black. There's never been a better looking uh, 49ers jersey than Dion. Um, I think Bo Jackson's. Oakland Raiders jersey is, is yeah. That's a pretty solid. That's a pretty solid one. Like, I think it's more so like, I just don't know if any like those type of jerseys. I don't know if anybody else could have made look cool. Like, Dion in twenty one is what made it look that way. You know, like yeah, that's an it's an iconic number. Like Jerry Rice was on that team as well, but his jersey just doesn't look as cool. Right. So I'm fine with going Ed Reed and Sean Taylor, to be honest with you. Are you more fine with going with that or taking out the boz and then <laughs> putting Tyran at nickel? Because No, nah, I'm fine. I no, nah, like I'm fine with doing the three linebackers. I've Okay. I'm fine with that. I just it's hard for me not to put like I don't know. And this could be, again, recency bias, but like, I don't know if in the last 20 years I've seen somebody 
in the secondary affect the game more than he did in college football. Yeah, I mean that's that's a very that's a very true like he was definitely impactful. Yeah. Like with the football and as a returner as well. It just seemed like he was always he always was taking away the football. It like it didn't matter if it was like think about the plays he made. Like um he got punt returned against Georgia in the SEC championship. Um one of the very first games I saw him play was against I believe it was Texas A&M in the Cotton Bowl and he picked six one and took it to the house. Um Was sh- it A&M or Oregon? I thought was, that was A&M cuz Oregon is where he stripped uh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh was it is it Barker? He stripped Barker, uh, Kenyon, no, Kenyon Barner. Kenyon Barner. Kenyon Barner. He stripped him on a punt return and took that to the crib. Um, he, like, batted Geno Smith's pass up in the air, picked it, and took it to the crib. He also, like, yep. ripped the tight end across the middle. Like, just so many plays. And it's just, like, um, very, very similar to, like, Peanut Tillman. Like, yep. every time he's around the ball, like, it's coming out. So you just got to be on your P's and Q's. Like, it was incredible to watch. Like, I'm fine with leaving him. Do you knock him that he only he played two off years? The team. I, I, I would, I would knock it. I completely if forgot about that. I didn't see like he bounced back and like he's in the league and doing much better. So it's like, I know he comes out on the other side of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough, man. Damn. I just I'm not I'm not benching Sean Taylor and Ed Reed for him. That's fine. No, I'm fine with not benching him. That's why I asked like did, did we oh, want, for the do we want to take a linebacker off? Yeah, so this would be my argument would be like the parameters we set with the three linebackers. Mm-hmm. But if we were to create a roster, like a like a 53 man roster. Right. Like he would clearly be in it and like know, He'd be our nickel. Yeah, like if we had right. Oh man. That's tough. All right. So that's uh, yeah. Hey, do you um, want to go nope. punter kicker? I I no. I, my kickers were very like simple. I I I wrote down a kicker. Um um there's only one college. Janikowski. Right, that's who I opinion. Well, so it should it should be no. Aguero, right? Aguayo. Like I mean Aguayo. His Roberto Aguayo. His pro career like his was college terrible, career but his college was, career was incredible. Still a Florida State guy. Yeah. I just think like Janikowski missed a few that would have changed the dynamic in those Florida State Miami series. So that's why I'd give Aguayo the 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 nod ahead of him, but I mean he. But he was also kicking in those pressure situations. This is true. He was all, was Aguayo ever kicking in those situations? Uh, I think he had less. I don't. He did win national. I mean, he won think he had less of pressure situations. Well, so like, listen to these. Like, this is just insane for a kicker. Three time first team All American. Uh, Lou Groza Award winner, did, national champion. Did he never? Did he uh, never miss an extra point? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. One hundred ninety-eight <laughs> for one ninety-eight. 
And then didn't he get selected in an early round, like a third second round? Second round. Second round pick. Second round. Yeah. yeah. Second round. Well, Janikowski is the only kicker ever, though, that was taken with the Listen, first round pick. Janikowski had a and fucking he, rocket strapped to his leg, dog. And he's, doesn't he still kick? I too? think he just retired. Yeah. He just retired. I think he just retired. Oh, he, he was him and Tom Brady were the only players left oh from that God. draft. Tom Brady's going to play football until he's 100 years he old. He probably will. And he's going to be I'm good convinced. doing it. Yeah. Well, um, so I don't have a punter, though. Who's your Who's the punter? I didn't have one. Man, classic coaching mistake. Well, we could our roster. We just completely gonna, forget about special. We ain't going to punt too many times with this roster. Like, I'm going to just say, I'm going to call it what it is. We got T-Bow and Bo Jackson. Like, we're going for it on four for short. Like, it just is what it is. Like, <laughs> we're not punting. Could you imagine running the zone read? <laughs> so we're not punting at all. Hey, I will note, in terms of college punters, we well, Tennessee is Punter University. We have – Well, I'm Hey, just, shouldn't our kicker have, be Duffy? At, Duff. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't hate it. The, the, the That's Duff. incredible. <laughs> Kentucky. Only way Kentucky's going to get on the list. All right, listen. Put it down on the board. We can't draft him yet because he's still eligible. and We don't want to ruin his eligibility. But uh, after that, yes. I really like LSU. LSU like, always That's has good punters. Incredible. I'm looking now. Florida had a guy in. What if we just go back to the old days? You know, like we're like, like you just you just. Where where teams were punting no, on you just second pick, down? You just pick the guy, like, like Sammy Ball punted. You know what I mean? He just went like Sue punt and just like kicked he was, the ball. He, he, he was kicked the leather off the ball. He was the quarterback. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kicked him on and disintegrates in the dust because he kicked it so hard. Yeah, I'm looking here though. That this this guy out of uh, Florida from twenty uh, from 2013 to 2017, Johnny Townsend, he averaged 46.2 yards per kick. I don't hate it. I feel like with this team that we put together though, we need a marksman more than a punter. Like we need somebody that we could just. We need a golfing marksman. Like, hey, we need you to punt it 38 yards out of bounds inside the six. And him be like, okay, I can do that. AJ, you know what's crazy, though? You mentioned Johnny Townsend. I'll give you another Tennessee plug. He actually was at Tennessee as a freshman (sighs) and couldn't make it. That's how good. Tennessee had four punters Mm -hmm. starting in the NFL last year. There you go. And I'm back. And I'm back on the Tennessee hate bandwagon. And there it is. We knew this podcast was going to come full circle. Kevin, Mm, so a question for you. So we've we've done our team. We've we've established like who we would and wouldn't have. Is there anybody on the team that is not on the team that you're like, hey, we have to have this person? as too deep, whether it's like a backup or like split timing, whatever. 
I would really like if I could go back and redo it, I would take Drew Brees as my quarterback over Tim Tebow. Okay. I don't I mean like I don't hate that. I I think Tim Tebow is really, really good, but I don't hate that. I do really think I do think he's really, really good, but I don't think he's a better quarterback. If that makes no, sense. Like, he was playing the quarterback position. Like nobody's gonna argue like, that Drew Brees is a better like not a better quarterback than, than uh Tim Tebow. Like I give you that. I just think that like right. I mean, for the things that he did was just un like it was just unbelievable like that's simple it, yeah and that's true and i mean like i mean he also did he played with a lot more talent and he had one of the best coaches of all time he also put cam newton on the bench so i mean like that's very true well i think cam newton might have put cam newton on the listen, bench listen i like i've played in the swamp twice like i like <sighs> You would have you would have been hard pressed to convince somebody that you had a better quarterback on the bench than Tim Tebow. Like it'd have been yeah. hard to convince somebody of that. Um, but also interesting, like Tim Tebow is more college football to me than Drew yeah, Brees. Just like Drew Brees is a professional quarterback. Like he is a pro yeah. style and offense he was really, quarterback. Yeah, and he was really yeah, he was really good in college. Mm-hmm. But Tim Tebow never being that good in the NFL just kind of uh, amplifies his college football prowess. Got you. I um, I I think that like the one the one season bias like really hurt a lot of people that I wanted to put on this list. But like Cam Newton's his one year was incredible. Like. That team, that Auburn team went eight. I think I want to say they went eight and five the year before. And we beat that Auburn team at Auburn the year before. And so to just add Cam Newton to that team and then immediately go 14 and 0 is incredible. Like, right. just incredible. Yeah, that's. So I think that I don't know if he'd be my definite. Like I think maybe Reggie Bush being <laughs> our third string running back would be kind of cool. <laughs> um, right. But having Cam Newton with this offense or like with that offense that we had would have been like really really wild to see. Like you talk about Tebow maybe running the read option, but like Cam who really ran the read option running it. And who's a much better passer? That would have been nuts. Yeah. Um, another college player that I thought was really, 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 really good in college was um, Marcus Mariota. I did like Mariota. Uh, he was really good. Um, one, another person not on the list, Calvin Johnson. Uh, I looked at him from my list. Like the numbers he put up for just being at. Um, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech was pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I looked at a few lists of top de- interior defense alignment, and uh, one guy that we didn't mention is on this list, and to this day, like, might be one of the most like life threatening plays I've ever been on the field a part of. Uh, but it's Glenn Dorsey. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember it's my sophomore year. We were playing them. They were number one in the nation. They ended up winning this, uh, the national championship that year, uh, beating Ohio State. But I don't think he played on that team, did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Did he really? Oh, yes. Because they had another guy, Tyson Jackson. Was... Oh, yeah. He's, he's coming up in the story. So uh, it was like fourth and three, fourth and two. And my coach used to always, like, he always gave me the green light. Like, he was like, we have three or four different fakes that we could run at any time. But, like, there's only one fake, which was red alert, that I could call. If I got the look, I could call it whenever I wanted to. Now, the only rule was if I ran it and didn't get it, like, my ass was grass. But if it's there and you run it, run it. And so <laughs> we go out, and it was, like, punt safe. So they kept their defense on the field, and it was – Glenn Dorsey and Tyson Jackson lined up side by side and he stood up and he was like, you better not be running no effing fakes. And I was like, huh? All right, cool. We punted the ball away. <laughs> and I jogged to the sideline and coach was like, what's it looking like? I don't think it's there today, coach. Like, <laughs> I don't think they got that one pretty well scouted. Huh? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not running up the middle. Huh? Like, uh, he stood up like it was probably like the middle of the first quarter, early second quarter. Like it was early in the game. So he still had like a lot of juice in him because that game went three overtimes. But he just stood up and was like, you better not be running no effing fakes. And I was like, huh, cool. So y'all scouted me. Got it. Uh, yeah, sir, we won't be. <laughs> just heads up. We're, we're not going to. Got it. <laughs> he was big. And then <laughs> um, Alabama left. Uh, Mount Cody on their defensive state team, and that was pretty funny too. Like he wasn't as hard to block because obviously, like Glenn Dorsey was a little smaller, a little bit more powerful. Mount Cody was just hard to move, like but, a tree stump. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like blocking a tank versus trying to move a redwood. Like, but I just thought like we had to mention Glenn Dorsey because he was really good. Um, like Clowney, Clowney, and uh, there's two back to back on this list I'm looking at, but Clowney and Chris Long were really, really good. Clowney's uh, the one thing that'll stick out to me was <clears throat> all the loafs that he had. Remember his senior year? Yeah, I mean, just like he could have been like, he enough, but, been like so just, much better, yes. Yeah, like that to me is a, a big red flag. Um, I will say though, I thought I, thought, I was going to say I thought about Clowney. That one hit was unbelievable. <laughs> like that, like I feel like we would have got so many more of those like actions had um, had like he had the ability to leave after one or two years, kind of like in basketball, because like he would have put it all out there to be seen so that he could be the highest draft pick possible. Like he wouldn't have had to loaf because he'd have been like, Oh, I know I can go straight to the league after this. Yeah. Um, all right. So we go recap justice. Who we got defense. So for our defense, we have, on the interior, we have Indomitian Sue and Vince Wilfork. 
Uh, defensive end, Reggie White, Derek Thomas. Outside linebacker, Terrell Suggs, Patrick Willis. Inside, Brian Bosworth. Corner, Charles Woodson and Deion Sanders. And then at safety, Ed Reed and Sean Taylor. <laughs> Man. Tell Dabo to recruit that. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine, like, could you imagine Bosworth and Tim Tebow having a conversation? <laughs> hey, uh, God bless you, boss. Uh, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> 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 hey, like, Bos could you imagine, like, who's, who's giving the pregame speech on our team? Like Ed Reed. Like Ed Reed, Tim Tebow, like, oh man. Maybe you hire Ray Lewis to be your. Golly, um, <laughs> I'll tell you what mine will be. I'm gonna come in the locker room like, all right, fellas, <laughs> we've assembled the greatest team ever. Go do it. Go do it. <laughs> Break. <laughs> like, what more you want me to say? Like, you don't even need to say anything. That's you just just don't even go to the locker room. Just take the pad straight to the field. No warm up or nothing. I would have called uh, Reggie White into my office day one and be like, "Hey, bud, um, you're the most terrifying person on our team. So if anybody gets out of line, please whoop ass. Thank you." <laughs> shut my door. Shut my door and be like, "All right, uh, that one's done." Let's see who's going to be – let's see what special teams we're going to run today. Like, no, that would have been so easy. Who would we have coaching this team, Kev? Are you just going to pick the best coach of all time or are you going to, like, have to pick a guy that would fit all of this? Whatever you want, man. Who who would you want coaching this team? Gosh, a part of me wants to say my head coach would be Pete Carroll. Honestly, like – that's a pretty solid choice. I feel like it's one of those things. It's like the Steve Kerr in uh, Golden State. It's like you just got to have a guy that can manage a lot of different personalities yeah. and characters. And like from seeing what Pete Carroll not only did at USC, but also what he did at in like Seattle with like the team that they have. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm very. I would say that I believe that he would be able to handle the personalities on this team and also keep the game fun. Cause like when our team yeah. blowing everybody out by 80, like we don't need Nick Saban giving like telling us not to drink rat poison. Like, no, we're that good, Nick. We, we could drink the rat poison. Like it's fine. <laughs> like we, um, we just need Will Ferrell go- at practice on Tuesday or something. Like <laughs> I'm going to go Nick Saban as my DC. Oh, solid. Um, and then I mean, would would Urban be your offensive coordinator? With Tebow, it has to be. Golly, yeah, it'd be hard not to. You could do Chip though. I mean, like with that much talent yeah. and speed, like and the re- and the schematics that we could pull with Chip Kelly. Yeah. How fun would Mike Leach be for press conferences? Oh, man. Mike Leach is my—he's got to be the best OC of all time. Time out, time out, time out, time out. I just geeked. Steve Spurrier is going on this list of coaches. My bad, oh, yeah. my bad. No, 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 no. 
Spurrier, Spurrier, the head coach? Uh, he might have to be. Just like the quotables we're going to get off Steve Spurrier. He's like, well, hell, I thought we'd score 90 in the first half, but I guess South Carolina's a little bit better. <laughs> like, nah, his, like his little jabs that he always throws, like, and I thought, what did he say? Who did he say it about? Um, he said something like, well, I thought we had a good win against so-and-so. And then, damn, I forgot who it was. He was like, oh, I thought we had a good win. And then they lost to Kentucky. I was like, ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. Whatever he said, asshole. But, yeah, his quotables would have been top ten of all time. So he might need to be something. I remember him saying, I can't remember what team it was exactly, maybe like Florida State. He goes, I love playing them at the beginning of the year. They, I can always count on two or three of their players being suspended. <laughs> no, and like, it's so funny because. Like, uh, they were asking that question in the series, like, oh, how do you feel about playing these big games at the beginning of the season? He's like, I love playing them at the beginning of the season. I can always count on their two or three of their players being suspended. But it's like everybody. I'm I'm looking at top uh, quotes from Steve Spurrier. It says, "You know what FSU stands for, don't you? Free Shoes University." <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Kevin, do you know where uh, Steve Spurrier's from? I don't know where Steve Spurrier's from. East Tennessee. Do you know this where is Johnson City, ain't it? That's there right. you go. I played many adult league soccer games at Steve Spurrier Field. He's a good old, good old Tennessee boy. Yeah, that's why he enjoyed whooping that ass so much. Kevin, his quote was about Georgia. He said, I sort of always like playing them the second game because you could always count on them having two or three key players suspended. Right, right, yeah, yeah. He says, another quote for Georgia, why is it that during recruiting season they, they sign all the great players, but when it comes time to play the game, we have all the great players. I don't understand that. What happens to them? <laughs> um, That's hilarious. On Auburn. <laughs> there was a fire at Auburn that destroyed books. And he said the real tragedy is that 15 of them hadn't been colored yet. says for Tennessee in Knoxville they'll be doing cartwheels because they went seven and six and won a bowl game yes uh Tennessee's failure to make a sugar bowl while he was at Florida you can't spell citrus without UT (laughs) (laughs) hey justice you brought up the um you brought up the um the coaches from Tennessee and um Here's some notable head coaches from that either coached at Ohio State or are from Ohio. Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, Dom Capers, Earl Bruce, Larry Coker, Mark D'Antonio, Lovey Smith, Urban Meyer, Les Miles, Jim Tressel, Bob Stoops, Kirk Ferentz, Glenn Mason, Mark Stoops, your boy, mm-hmm. uh, Bo Pelini, John Gruden, Jim Harbaugh, Brian Kelly, Lou Holtz, Don Shula, Chuck Knoll, Eric Parsegian, Woody Hayes, Bo Schembechler, Paul Brown, Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh. Damn. I thought you said 
Belichick. No, was no, no. I'm sorry. This is this is coached in Ohio. Coached in Ohio. Not. I, I said that wrong. At Ohio State, coached in Ohio, <laughs> or um, from Ohio. A lot of those guys are actually from Ohio. There's a lot more. I think like uh, Sean McVay's from Ohio. Um, there's a lot. I don't. It, I yeah. It's just I, I don't know what it is. I. Um, a lot of them come from Northeast Ohio too. Even like specifically. I know that uh, Stoops and them are from Youngstown. Oh wow! There's a Wall Street Journal article: Why Ohio makes the best coaches from Shula to Hayes to Stoops to Meyer. Ohioans rule football with the lunch bucket approach. <laughs> well, look at that. The time has escaped us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, AJ, that does it for our all college football defensive team. That's a pretty good squad, man. I think, I think we went two for two. We got a hell of an offense and a hell of a defense. Yeah. Um, I don't really care who we schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Schedule the uh, should be let's right. do the Chick fil A season opener. Maybe we go down to Jerry World. Yeah. Um, we should we should schedule like the Citadel or some <laughs> some bad teams for our non conference. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, we got to put this out on um, we got to put this out on Twitter and Instagram and get people's thoughts on um, where they thought we did uh, a good job on the list or who they would have put. Um, maybe we get some insight. Um, on uh, some people we might have missed. So I'm excited to hear what people have to say. Um, Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I just wanted to to make one last little point out here. Uh, We've released the information regarding the the podcast giveaway. So you guys keep your eyes open. Keep adding your friends. Keep following us on on Apple Podcasts. you know, keep driving up those points so you can win one of those bottles of bourbon. So, oh yeah, that's right. We got Blanton's and uh, Weller Antique. Yeah, I'm, we didn't skimp on the bottles. That's pretty so, incredible. You know, we'll make it worth y'all's time. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. So, um, all right, I'm looking forward to it. At Peace of Mind six one five on Twitter and Instagram. Go on to uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and uh, rate us five stars. Uh, yeah, subscribe, do all that, all that podcast business. I really appreciate it. So AJ, keep it real, bud. Hey, stay thirsty, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Later.